When the weather outside is frightful, the Hyundai Santa Fe is, hmm, what's the word? Delightful. Because it's got available H-Track all-wheel drive to make being out together better. Enter for your chance to win the newly redesigned Santa Fe, packed with all the jingle bells and whistles you need to go dashing through the snow together. To enter, visit Amazon.com slash Hyundai or scan the QR code on specially marked red and green Amazon boxes. No purchase necessary. Call 562-314-4603 for complete details. And you're back on Right Now with Jim Dawes on the Mojo 5 Radio Network. Your daily journal of news, politics, and culture from an American nationalist perspective. Well, so far in 2020, we've seen pestilence in the form of this China virus, biblical floods in Asia, and worldwide economic collapse. In Africa and the Middle East, we've even got a plague of locusts and famine. At the same time, we've seen pastors and rabbis arrested for opening their houses of worship, churches and crosses being burned, and this week, in Portland, a bonfire of Bibles. You could be forgiven for thinking that end-time prophecies never rang so true. To talk about this, we're joined now by Doug Giles, author of the new book, If If Masculinity is Toxic, Call Jesus Radioactive. You can get the book at DougGiles.org. That's G-I-L-E-S, DougGiles.org. Doug also hosts Warriors and Wild Men podcast and is the man behind ClashDaily.com. You know, Doug, I'm just an old backslid Baptist, but I'm kind of thinking lately that God may be a little upset with us. What do you make of all of this, uh, these times from a biblical perspective? Yeah, or he could uh, really be uh, so pleased and chuffed with the job that Trump's uh, been doing for the Christian worldview and uh, how America is, you know, uh, prior to the scandemic and stuff, how America was soaring like an eagle, like never before. And um, so I always expect, you know, the enemy is going to do enemy crap. So when people are like, well, oh, man, it's the devil, it's the end of times, like, ah. or they could be desperate because uh, we were ascending uh, again, like a Tomahawk cruise missile. And uh, so the enemy's got to do something. And I see, I see all this kind of stuff, not so much, um, you know, from an apocalyptic standpoint. Uh, is, is it huge? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, is there evil, malevolent forces behind it? Hell but, yeah. But did Jesus kick their ass on the, on the cross in, uh, in his resurrection? You bet he did. And so I think, I think this is a great reset. Uh, I, I love the fact that pastors and rabbis are, are, uh, are going to jail. Cause you know what that means, Jim, they fricking stood up for something instead of these other little churches that just shut everything down because governor dipstick and mayor, uh, <laughs> mayor moron has now forced, you know, these edicts that are not laws, folks. They are not laws. You don't have to obey them. Uh, before you get a law, we, the people decide what we want, you know, to govern us. And then it's voted upon. None of that stuff happened. And, um, but you look at the pastors, they shut their damn church down. Like, we're not going to have church anymore. We're not going to lay hands on the sick. We're not going to hug each other. We're not going to give everybody high fives. And, uh, they curled up in the fetal position. They wet their big evangelical and Catholic, uh, diaper. Well, that's why I wanted to talk to you. I always appreciate your uh, your more muscular form of Christianity. It seems like the old evangelical movement that was so powerful 
uh, just a, a decade ago has been sidelined or have sidelined themselves, lost their voice. Has Christianity in this country lost the will to defend the Gospels? Well, when you, when you preach a gelded little G God, and when you emasculate Jesus and you turn him into this, um, I don't know, kind of a do-gooder, Mr. Roger-type cat with a little hipper haircut, kind of like Jared Leto with Courtney Cox's wig on. And, uh, and you just make him uh, a spewer of nothing but, you know, uh, nice and cute aphorisms and idioms. Then when real crunch time comes and you have, you know, the likes of Soros, you have Marxist radicals in the Black Lives Movement, you have fake plagues and uh, no-law laws, uh, forced upon, you know, the, the church, then you really find out, you know, who's been teaching what, what kind of God, what kind of gospel, what kind of spirit we have, because, um, I think it's a, again, I think it's a great day. I think we're seeing Christians, you know, like Rodney Howard Brown in Tampa, tell the mayor to go pound sand and they threw him in jail. And, uh, his church, uh, is now experiencing revival. Thousands of people, tens of thousands of people have poured through it because they found a pastor with nuts. Then you look at some of these other churches that preach in a, you know, a gutless, nutless Jesus, and they can't cobble together 20 people to watch their stupid live broadcast. You know, I got an argument the other day on uh, social media. I can't remember if it was Facebook or Twitter, but um, some guy was uh, praying for the recovery of Ruth Bader Ginsburg. And I said, well, you know, I wish her a, uh, a, a quick recovery and an early retirement. And this guy, uh, you know, took me to task for wishing ill on Ruth Bader Ginsburg that, you know, supports uh, late term abortion and has been responsible for so much damage done to this country when she headed the ACLU. And, uh, and right. he thought he was, um, he was staying true to the book of Matthews by, uh, by wishing well on a, a, a patently evil woman who has done so much damage to this country. Yeah, of course. Again, you know, it's our sweet little Jesus. He would never have nary a peep to say about, you know, these these political monsters uh, that oversee the slaughter of millions of, of babies. And that's just one of the things that uh, that old hag has done uh, to the United States of America. And uh, you look at you look at uh, what Christ did when he bumped into bad politicians or bad priests. He didn't do this now to lay me down to sleep crap. He didn't pet him on the head and say, you're okay. Uh, especially in Matthew 23, he breathed out, and I covered my book of masculinity's talks that called Jesus Radioactive, some of the strongest invectives uh, in the history of, the, of written languages. He, he cursed them uh, to hell uh, irrevocably. He didn't say, ah, I'm just kidding, or, well, I'll pray for you. He said, woe to you, scribes, Pharisees, and hypocrites. And he goes and lays out eight things that they did that they could never come back from. And again, you know, but, but we don't preach that Jesus, Jim, our Jesus has a cute, uh, Southern draw, got a curly mullet and, uh, he tells nice stories. Well, all of this seems to be based on, uh, the philosophy that we'll all receive our reward in heaven and that we're not supposed to, um, to, uh, stand up for biblical principles here on this earth that we're just supposed to accept this earth as, uh, as corrupt and doomed, and we're not supposed to, uh, you know, live our values or force them upon other people. Uh, that that episode in Portland the other night, uh, I think, clearly illustrated the result of that. We've got a whole generation of kids out in the street that thinks it's cute to have a bonfire of Bibles 
and I didn't hear a lot of condemnation uh, from churches for doing that. It seemed like that uh, right. that they had resigned themselves to it. Yeah. So uh, what you know? What again? You know, you know these um, emasculated emissaries, supposedly of, of God and Christ. Uh, they they side with the Black Lives Matter group. And look, George Floyd's death—that uh, was murder. Uh, I don't know where Derek Chauvin comes from, but um, you know, I don't know if he's a deep state operator. I don't know if he's a die-in-the-wool racist, but kneeling on some dude's neck for eight minutes and forty-six seconds in broad daylight, and you're nonchalant about it, like you're eating a bologna sandwich or something like that. I don't know what kind of uh, part of the nether world Chauvin comes from, but that was the most disgusting thing that I've ever seen in my life. However, the movement's been hijacked. It has crap all to do with George Floyd now. It has everything to do with Marxist uh, uh, radical doctrine. Look at the Black Lives Matter, uh, their website. They'll tell you, we're here to gut America. We're here to destroy the nuclear family. And uh, we're here to make anything that doesn't have black skin uh, pay reparations. So get in line and kiss the ring. And uh, so churches are like, you know, yeah, we're here for justice. It's like that got hijacked, I believe, about three months ago, and now it's here for Marxist revolution. And uh, they always vie for violence because their ideas suck. They're untenable. Everywhere they've uh, been parlayed, they've been tried and found woefully wanting. And so now they've got to uh, uh, intimidate you. You can't say this. You can't do this. You can't vote for this person. You can't go into this sector of your city. You can't go back to uh, your job. And, um, yeah. And then we finally see, you know, the, the, uh, the inside of the snake and they're burning Bibles. And I believe everywhere that book burning occurred, the thing that followed next was people burning. Yeah. They call themselves anti-fascist and, uh, there is nothing a clearer illustration of fascism than burning books and most especially burning the text, you know, religious texts of your own people. Uh, it seems like the heathens are in the ascendancy in England. I mean, in uh, Europe, uh, there are hundreds of churches being burned a year, and uh, people seem to have laid down and accepted this as uh, the so-called new normal. Uh, and right. and uh, over there, you know, they they all look to the Pope for spiritual guidance, and he uh, he has uh, waved the white flag of surrender from Vatican City. Yeah, the Catholic Church is so divided and defeated, they can't even decide on which shade of white to use for their surrender flag. Uh, Europe's been gone for 30 years. They're like, yeah, we're going to open the door to, to Islam. Yeah, it seems okay. A couple of Pakistan people coming in the late 70s. Then all of a sudden, they get on the government dole. Then all of a sudden, hey, we get three to uh, six wives. Then you have 50 kids uh, per Muslim household. And next thing you know, they start bringing in the radical clerics uh, from Islamabad. And um, they've got a bloody mess. They they completely blew off Christianity. They vied for uh, uh, French secularization. Uh, they didn't follow the U.S. suit and uh, cling to a constitution with a uh, Judeo-Christian worldview. And now look at them with diminishing birth rates and thinning of skin. Uh, by 2050, they're going to be Islam's prison chick, mop head wig and all. So can you look back in uh, the history and find any uh, time when Christianity was up against it and uh, and had a revival and a resurrection and and pushed back and reestablished the kingdom of God on earth? 
Yeah, the um, uh, first century. <laughs> that's a that's an incredible day of persecution and privation. Uh, you know, Rome ruled the roost, and uh, nearly half of the of the inhabited world. And uh, they didn't care what you believed in. They had a pantheon of gods. But if you didn't obey Caesar's edicts and you say Christ is Lord instead of Caesar's Lord, then they're going to steamroll you. And that's what they tried to do. But guess what? The more that they persecuted the church, the more that they threatened them not to speak out, the more that they killed, you know, uh, a lot of uh, uh, the disciples and, and their disciples, the more the church flourished. So that's the thing where the American wussy version, they're like, oh, you know, they're against us. Oh, you know, we can't do this on Sunday. It's like, hey, quit being a chick, man. The first century church had it way worse than we do, you know, and uh, they thrived. They grew. Matter of fact, when Peter and John were uh, tossed into the uh, into jail for the miracle of healing, uh, the guy at the gate, beautiful, that had been crippled for 40 years, and then the Pharisees and all the religious hoity-toities and, and uh, the temple uh, police told them to shut up so that this message doesn't spread. And Peter, you know, effectively told them to blow it out their backside. And on that day, Jim, it says 5,000 uh, men were added uh, to the church. They don't count women or kids, so that's probably, you know, 15 up to 20,000 people got converted when they saw Peter and John not back down, show boldness, confidence, and courage in the face of persecution. And people said, you know what? Those guys are going to jail, but I'll, I'll take, I will believe what they believe if they have that kind of confidence and boldness to look at these people that have, have brutalized our whole uh, region where we live. And they told them to go, you know, kiss their backside. I'll sign up to that. But if you had this cowardice stuff, where, you know, we have that's infected and uh, effectively rotted off the testicular fortitude of evangelicals and Catholics. No man's going to want to buy into that crap. So I, I think we got a PR problem. I think the prophets need to step forth, and I think the punks need to go to the curb and maybe learn something. Maybe they could even get saved, Jim. Tell us about this new book, If Masculinity is Toxic, called Jesus Radioactive. Uh, why'd you write it, and what, what are you hoping to convince the reader of? Yeah, obviously, uh, I'm pig sick of uh, effeminized, effete, evangelical hosts. And um, when I read the gospel, and I think anybody with just a cursory glance at the first book of the New Testament, like I did in Matthew, they can come away seeing chapter after chapter after chapter of overt masculine traits instead of, uh, you know, soft quips and nice stories. Nobody wants to kill a nice guy. You get a nice guy telling nice stories, and he's smiling till his teeth are dry. Nobody wants to crucify him. But if you're a 30-year-old rebel, and you're a heat-seeking missile, and you're out to lambaste people who are full of lies, hype, and spin, whether they're political or ecclesiastical, yeah, you're going to get killed. And uh, I want people to forever see Christ as somebody who is a giddy gadfly to garbage. And that's what he was. He would mess with you. He relished it. And, um, and again, they killed him for a reason. Warriors and wild man podcast. Uh, is that, uh, is that a daily or weekly? Uh, when, when can we catch it? Yeah, we, uh, it's weekly. We drop a new episode every Thursday. Uh, one just came out today and, uh, we talk about the mask Nazis on today's podcast and got a lot of shows archived for the bench listeners. And uh, also I got clashradio.com 
and that's my podcast and just some epic stuff, man, <laughs> that if, if they want more, oh my God, brother, do we have more for them? And you get that at clashdaily.com. Uh, yeah. Um, but you know, dougjiles.org, I got too many websites, bro. <laughs> dougjiles.org is like my neighborhood. So if, uh, they want to walk, stroll through my hood, that's where everything is situated right there. Dougjiles.org. You can, uh, you can find a masculine version of Christianity, uh, push back against these crazy times and maybe, maybe find a little inspiration to step up and resist uh, the crazy times we're going through. Doug, thanks for joining us. I hope you come back again. Yeah, thank you, Jim. Stay ready, bro. Need an extra hand with dinner? Just ask your connected home device to fill your pasta pot, and Delta Faucet Voice IQ technology will fill it with the perfect amount of water. Visit deltafaucet.com slash voice IQ to discover more. Oh, what's this? Zenny's 3D Virtual Try-On. Pretty cool, right? Wait, are those prices real? Do they have glasses for men? Yep, they also have affordable blue light glasses. Seriously? At those prices? Get them all. I like where this is going. Zenny.com. Prescription glasses starting at 695